Welcome everybody to the greatest wrestling podcast in the world. We are Wrestling with Stooges. I'm your host, Oscar Rennan. I'm always joined by uh, Holly Jolly, Timothy Roth. Tim, how's it hanging? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> What's the abs? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> How you doing, Oscar? I'm doing, doing great. <laughs> are you Holly? Are you Holly and Jolly this I'm, uh, I'm, Christmas season? I don't know. I don't know what Holly means, but Jolly for sure. <laughs> I don't know who is Holly. I don't know. Hardcore Holly, Molly Holly. I don't know. It's a couple Hollies right there. Yeah. I don't know a real Holly. I, real I don't think I've ever met a real Holly, except for like there's this. Uh, <laughs> we're going on a tangent right now, but. Uh, if you have Hulu, uh, ABC News or like Dateline will have like, uh, uh, was it Finding Holly or something like that? I think that's what it was called, Finding Holly. I'm like, Holly's missing? <laughs> oh shit. It was like true crime shit. True crime shit, yeah. That's the only <laughs> time I've ever heard the name Holly. It's usually someone missing. Never, never turns out pretty good for Hollies. Wouldn't want to be Holly. I wouldn't want to be Holly, yeah, man. Uh,. <laughs> Welcome to a holiday edition of the of the Wrestling with Stooges podcast. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about this week. We'll cover Raw and SmackDown. Uh, talk about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling, uh, and then we'll be taking a break next week. We just want to let everybody know at the top of the show that next week we'll be taking a break. If, if Raw and SmackDown can take a break, so can the Stooges. Hallelujah! Yeah. Unless anything breaks, like any major news breaks. That forces Tim and I to to con, you know convene at a you know sometime in between the holidays, then we'll do that. But for the most part, we are gonna spend it with friends and family. We're gonna enjoy some pro wrestling on December thirtieth at Del Mar Hall. Glory Pro Wrestling, Fatal Encounter. How fatal? It's pretty fatal. It's St. Louis. Are fatal. there gonna be ambulances involved? Hell yeah! It's St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing St. Louis knows, it's fatal. Oh, we're going to be next to a graveyard. <laughs> I don't know. We're, it's it's on Delmar, so there's a, there's a bunch of graveyards all around yeah, there, man. Yeah. yeah, it's downtown. Well, it's it's Midtown, technically. Yeah. And I can never tell. if it, Is it Midtown or Downtown? Delmar? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like once you pass Kings Highway, you're downtown. Yeah. Like, officially downtown. But even then, sometimes you're still a little bit in Midtown when you're on Delmar. So to be honest, I'm not really even sure where Delmar is exactly. If it's if it is past Kings Highway, uh, where we're gonna be at pageant, no. Okay. Or Delmar Hall. So yeah, no, we're not past Kings Highway. So technically, I guess we're still Midtown. Hmm. Yeah. Then it's Midtown. It is. Hell yeah. Anyways, guys. <clears throat> Let's talk about wrestling this week. Let's talk about what happened. Uh, no CM Punk on Raw this week. We got his schedule. He posted his schedule for the next month. And he's only got a, a handful of dates in January. So he's got January 8th, uh, January 16th, and I think 16th or 15th. I don't know which. I'll have to look back at it. And then Rumble. And the Raw after the Rumble. Yeah. I think the Raw after the Rumble. I'm pretty sure. So I'm, he hasn't been announced for the first Raw of the year. No. Nope. I think that I think the first Raw of the year is going to be saved for like a lot of matches. Because it's kind of being built up as this like uh you know, kind of like a like a like a its own PLE, mm-hmm. you know. So SmackDown's doing the same with uh with uh New Year's Revolution, SmackDown. New Year's Revolution. They, well, there's still time. Then maybe they uh, will, will announce CM Punk yeah. for that Raw. Yeah, maybe he makes a surprise appearance. Yeah. Who knows? But um, it's funny because uh, let's just talk about that for 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 now. CM Punk posted that, and then WWE posted that, and all of a sudden people are complaining that he's a part timer when everybody online has been saying CM Punk should be a part timer. He should not be there every week. To keep his, you know, his stock up to keep him special. You know, now that he's back, we don't want to do what AEW did and and put him on TV every week. Let's keep him special. Let's bring him in for special events, special moments, or, you know, whenever there needs to be a confrontation or something, let's have him there. But for the most part, you know, let's let him have, you know, kind of like an in-between 
you know, where he can come in on a live event, work Dominic Mysterio for two shows, goes away, trains more, gets ready for the Rumble. That's all we want, you know? And all of a sudden, people are bitching and moaning and complaining about it, per usual. <laughs> Anything CM Punk posts, anything he does at this point, people are ready to just, like, bitch and moan about it. Why can't people just be happy? <laughs> this is the best <laughs> wrestling we've had in a long time. Tis the season, man. <laughs> and who's to say, like, what kind of part-time this is? Because, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a Brock or Roman part-time. I mean, he's already making more appearances. I mean, just from looking at that schedule, he's already making more appearances than Roman. Right. You just yeah. listed out pretty much, <clears throat> I would say, most Mondays in January, most Raws in January. Yeah. Um. So... Maybe they're still trying to figure out, you know, after January, what his schedule is going to be like, um, or they're just going to go month by month. And I don't know. I, I said from the start, if he ever did come back, like he should be somewhat part time. Yeah. Because of what, you know, <clears throat> like you said, to keep his stock up, to keep him as special as possible. Because um, he is a, he's a special talent. He's, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Polarizing. 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 So, you know, I, I, I agree with the part time schedule if that's where they're going with him. And um yeah, let's just be happy. Yeah. Be happy that he's back. Be happy, guys. Jesus Christ. I feel like everybody is having a meltdown. Like people have had a meltdown. I think you posted like something from Jim Cornette and, and people again freaking out, like like oh CM Punk just ruined his career. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on here? Jesus, people are uh, people are really trying to bring down uh, CM Punk and WWE. Like, it's just like, what, what what are you doing, guys? Yeah, enjoy this moment. It ain't gonna last forever. It's gonna soon. It's just gonna be the norm. You know. Look, I'm giving it about six months, and then he's. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, bro! It's if, hilarious. Dude. If he loses at Mania, he's out. That's yeah. what's gonna happen. That's what happens. He's gonna be though. pissed that you know that he's losing. If that's where the direction's going, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just I'm losing my train of thought now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that pisses me off. People saying that kind of stuff. Like, dude, everything seems to be going very well right now. Yeah, everything's positive. He's from what we see in here. He's very humble in the back and. Willing to help anybody in NXT, yeah. and it seems like they want his help and advice. <clears throat> so it's it's give and take, and he's seems to be giving quite a bit into that, in that locker room. I mean, it doesn't sound that much different than when he was in AEW. Like that's what everybody was saying. Like everybody who's come out in support of CM Punk from the AEW side, that's what that's exactly what there's. That's exactly what they said a couple months ago. It's like. He was always there. He was always, he had, he had his his uh, he had an open door policy, so you can come in and ask him for advice. You know anything. He was always there, and so again, and uh, it's just certain people there just didn't want him there. Didn't like the fact that he was a top earner for them. That he was he was going to be the top guy there. You know they uh, as well, as I said before, the, the poisoning the water, man. It's really it's really. Uh, it's not that hard to do these days. Did you hear what Road Dog said about him? Uh, yeah, I saw the the yeah the the uh. I think I guess he has a podcast. I didn't know he had a podcast, but yeah, I saw what he said. Yeah, I I listened to well, I used to. I haven't listened to him in a while, but I did, used to listen to his podcast, and he had mentioned CM Punk in the past and how he wasn't <clears> really <throat> a big fan of him, and he didn't understand like who he was or what his character was, and he was kind of. Uh, I don't know what his exact words were. He was kind of just like stuck up, I guess, in a way. From that's from Road Dog, um, but yeah, he he was interviewed by somebody somewhere and came out and said, you know, he saw CM Punk backstage recently, and as soon as he saw him, they hugged, and he just felt ashamed of everything that he said about CM Punk, calling him. I think he called CM Punk like an asshole or some very negative things. Yeah, and um, you know, he wishes he could take it all back because of. He said this is a different CM Punk than who he dealt with, you know, back 10 plus years ago. Yeah. So. I mean, of course, yeah, like it is a different CM Punk. Like, look, you got to, you always have to look at the circumstances. It's like he was, he was working sick, you know, 
Um, he was kind of gaslit by the company, if you want to call it that. I think I would call it that, which is basically like, hey, like we need you for this live event, you know, because you move tickets. We got to, you know, we want you there, you know, and he's like, but I'm hurt. He's like, yeah, but, you know, I mean, we need you, man. You know, it's like, how do you, how do you say no when the company is like, kind of like, hey, man, come on. Like, so I'm sure at that time he, he must have been like irate or whatever. Like, he must have just been like, you know, an asshole. I'd be an asshole, too, bro, if I'm fucking dying. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too, is health. Um, if he does keep this part-time thing going, it keeps him as healthy as possible and yeah. keeps him away from, you know injuries as much as possible so i just you know it is what it is yeah exactly man it is what it is and uh yeah i think um <clears throat> I, th- I think it's good right now that right now that he's uh he's part-time you know we'll see like i i the lead up to mania i'm assuming he'll be a, featured a lot more heavily you know um so it's like again like we don't need CM punk right now you know uh, and so once Rumble comes, once that happens, we're off to the races, you know? So I don't think, yeah, I don't think we need CM Punk right now. And I think as to, I guess the difference between now and AEW is that CM Punk is another, um, he's another tool in the toolbox for WWE, you know? Whereas in AEW, he was the only tool in the toolbox that was keeping that shit up. Like, you know, he was a, he was a screwdriver, you know, he was a hammer, he was everything, you know. And uh, But now when he's in WWE, he's just another tool in the toolbox. You know, they got LA Knight, they got Roman Reigns, they got Randy, they got AJ now. They got Seth, they got Drew, they got Jay, they got R-Truth, you know. You know? <laughs> they got Alpha Academy, they got Judgment Day, like they... They're not they're not hurting right now, you know? So they don't need CM Punk to be there every week. Mm. Um, you know, unless he wants to cause chaos with uh with Dominic Mysterio, you know. <laughs> but uh I don't know. Like I I think it, this is like you said, it keeps him healthier. It keeps him healthy for Rumble. It definitely keeps him healthy for WrestleMania. So like I'm I'm assuming we may or may not even see CM Punk wrestle on on Raw leading up to Mania. So we might just see him wrestle at Rumble. That'll be his first match back. Maybe he has a match on Raw. Maybe one. Maybe I, I would I would assume this. From Rumble to Mania, CM Punk has two matches on Raw. Singles and a tag team. I'm assuming. Yeah. Not 100% sure, but I'm assuming. Because you can't put him out there just with a promo every time. Yeah, like I would, I would definitely give him a match or two in between, uh, somewhere during WrestleMania season. Yeah, or put him on commentary. You know yeah, that too. Put him, have him do something. Uh, you know where you know he's there, and but he's not just there to do promos. Like he's doing commentary. He's doing something. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. So I think. I think those are going to be kind of like the plans for CM Punk leading up to Mania. Whether he wins the Rumble or not, something's going to happen. He should win, obviously. That's the more interesting choice. More interesting. It's always more interesting with CM Punk. <laughs> like, that's just the fact. Uh, but uh, but let's, let's get to Monday Night Raw and Drew and Seth. Seth, since CM Punk's been back, has just been cutting promo after promo. Uh, I really hope he gets rid of the... The the dancing the I don't I don't even know what to call it like again I'm not hating on Seth this isn't me trying to hate on Seth but it's like I don't get the character calls himself the visionary but then he's like dancing and laughing like the Messiah Uh, but then he he'll cut like a serious promo where I'm like do that. Stay in that character. Be this version of Seth Rollins. And then he goes back to the laughing and the dance. I'm like, what? what is this? Like, at this point, I'm like, like, it was cute when it first happened. You know, people singing his song and whatever. But now, I'm like, I'm kind of ready for Seth to kind of ditch this, you know, this this gimmick, this 
persona because it's not – I don't think it's working. It's not helping, you know. And I hope to God CM Punk calls him out on it. Like I hope th- I hope all of the presentation that Seth is is something that, it, you know, when CM Punk wins the Rumble is something that he calls out on, calls him out on, you know. You know, he can – I don't know. Again, it doesn't matter what happens. The topic of conversation always goes back to CM Punk. But like Seth, like let's just let's just say that Seth still doing the visionary gimmick, which I don't know what it is. I still don't know what it is. Sing my song. That's it. <laughs> that's all CM Punk said. That's all he's got. Sing my song. Um, you know, maybe CM Punk comes out and you know, kind of like uh, accusatory. He's like, "Hey, you said that I sold out. You said that I'm." That, that I haven't changed, well, you've changed. He's like, when I met you, you were this rebel. You were this guy climbing up to, to, to be the guy. And, 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 you know, when I met you in NXT, you were this different, you were different than everybody else. Now you're, you're, now you're here on Raw, you know, you're dancing and you're singing or what, whatever, and, and you're just another one of them. And I don't know what one of them means, but he could be like, you're just another one of them. You're just another byproduct of WWE. This isn't, this isn't the real Seth. He's like, I know the real Seth. The real Seth is the man that confronted me a couple months ago and said to my face that he hated me. That's the real Seth. This Seth, this is the Seth, this is the clown Seth. This is the Seth that, that shareholders like. This is the Seth that kids like. But I know the real Seth. And the real Seth is, I don't know, like if anything... CM Punk could he could use this to kind of help Seth get rid of the gimmick and be like the real Seth, that's a bad motherfucker. The real Seth, I might actually be afraid of the real Seth. Kind of like stuff like that to kind of help Seth, which is a weird thing to say, but help Seth get over as just Seth Rollins. You know, I think that's the general thinking of most people. Like they don't understand or get this gimmick or whatever you want to call it, of Seth Rollins. So maybe you have a point, and I agree. CM Punk could come out and say some of those things that you just mentioned and maybe help turn this into a more vicious Seth Rollins. I, I don't know if I would turn him heel, though. I don't know. Like That's the only thing that I could think of the only way that he could get rid of this whole dancing and singing stuff. Um, but yeah, something, something's got to change with Seth, uh, but uh, you know, everything else, like there's no argument that he's, you know, one of the best and he has been for years, but I think he's just been having a hard time trying to find himself, find who he is as a character over the years. The, after the whole authority stuff, like still my favorite gimmick of his, after that, like the whole burn it down stuff, like I wasn't really a fan of that. And then the Messiah, I think could have been good, but he was doing that mostly during the COVID era. So he there was no audience to like react to yeah. what that could have been. Um, There's the 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 Beast Slayer era. Yeah, you know. The King Slayer. King Slayer, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this guy's gone through so many nicknames. He likes to slay. You know? <laughs> Girl, um, I slay. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just, uh, I don't know, yeah, you, you, I think you put, you know, you nailed the nail right on the head. Like, it's like he's having trouble finding himself, you know, with these uh, characters. And uh, each one of them has something to it, but it just doesn't fully work doesn't fully connect, you know? And, yeah. If you think about it, the the gimmicks, the characters I just mentioned, he got over as the authority, Seth Rollins, and the Messiah uh, probably would have worked if they would have given it more time or done more with it. I think he's just better as a heel, you know? Like, the characters, the, the authority and the Messiah were the only two that, had potential the king slayer the beast slayer this current one is it's it's been okay but there's just something about him he just screams heal like i don't know i don't know if you agree with me or not if you or if you see what i see like 
the way he speaks and his laugh. I mean, his promos have been decent recently since CM Punk came back. Yeah. But I don't know. I just kind of cringe sometimes when he talks. Like, yeah. he's got, he does have kind of a crackly voice. I don't <laughs> know if you hear that or not. Yeah, yeah. I hear it. You know, it's mm, it's such an interesting thing because when you think about the people in NXT that were with him, Around that time, you think about the Sasha Banks, the Baileys, the Becky Lynches, things like that. They're not the great. They're not really great at promos. Charlotte Flair isn't even isn't even great at promos. Like they're like I've never looked at Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, uh, uh, Bailey, or Sasha Banks, or any any of those women to be like they're going to give me a solid promo. Never. Sometimes I cringe when Becky Lynch talks. Like it's it's very cringeworthy sometimes, you know. And whereas guys like CM Punk, guys like Drew McIntyre, their their stuff feels so raw and it feels so real to them. And Seth has kind of cracked that code recently with with CM Punk and then with Drew this past week. Like he's actually kind of cracked the code on the real stuff that makes. Things that, that that Punk have said, that Drew McIntyre have said, compelling, and then Roman cracked that code in twenty twenty, you know, so which is weird. It, like again, like it took him it took him forever to get there, but he cracked the code in twenty twenty, um, and Seth has yet to fully crack the code. Like he's he's gotten bits and pieces of it. We saw it when he confronted Punk, and then we saw it again this past Monday when uh, Drew McIntyre confronted him. And I think it just, he needs to be in there with people that kind of push him as far as promo-wise, you know. Because Seth Rollins really, to me, has never really sold a match for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, promo-wise. Like, I've never heard a Seth Rollins promo. It's like, I got to see that match, you know. Hell, when Seth said that shit about Matt Riddle, remember when he said, he's like, yo, Matt, you still there? Mm. And he's like, yeah, your bitch ass. You know, your wife left your bitch ass. Yeah, your, le- your wife and your children left your bitch ass. That was like, again, breaking, like, like kind of like cracking the code. And then he went back to the, the laughing and dancing. And we haven't seen that version of Seth since CM Punk has been back, you know? Dude, I'm so glad you mentioned the Matt Riddle stuff. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Like, that was good. That was good stuff. That, yeah, because it got real. And... Sometimes you got to let that real shit come out. You can't, you know, um, I was talking to a wrestler and I was just telling him, I was like, I was like, uh, if you're, if you're a wrestler today, if you're, if you're, uh, training to be a wrestler, the one thing out, the only advice I could give you, and this is only me as a, as a writer and as a creative person, as a, someone that's worked in film is take acting classes, you know? Take acting classes, learn to tell a mon- to learn to act a monologue, but also believe what you're saying. Because a lot of these people, I never believe what they're saying. Becky Lynch, I don't believe she's saying anything. Like I don't believe when Charlotte says anything. I sure as hell don't believe when Bailey says anything. <laughs> you know, Sasha Banks either. Like, like they're great performers in the ring. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust them to cut a promo to save my life. Like, you know, I'm like, you know, like if someone's like Oscar, Bailey or Sasha or, or Charlotte or Becky has to cut a great promo or you die. I'm like, oh, fuck, well, I'm dead. <laughs> like, I, I ain't coming out of this life. <laughs> Actually, kill me now because I don't want to hear those promos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like I think I think a lot of the people today need to learn from guys like Punk, Drew, about that, I don't know, just tapping into that real, to that realness. That's all I can say. Like the rawness of it all. Yeah. You know? All I can say about Seth is just get rid, of the, get rid of the dancing and the laughing. The second Punk came out and then Seth came out to have the face-to-face, I think I said this before, he should have just walked straight to the ring without Eli. the dancing, yeah. serious face, and that should have been the end of the dancing and laughing more serious Seth. And then even last week, the him and Drew, like Drew, Drew does have great promos because it's real. 
like, um, I do want to talk about that, uh, Seth and Drew segment. Um, everything Drew said made me sympathize with him because it was all true. And this match is really intriguing to me because Drew has lost a lot of big title matches over the last couple of years. And then, but also, like, Seth is in the middle of a pretty, like, long title reign for himself. I think I said, I read something that um, if Seth makes it to January 3rd, this will be the longest title reign that he's ever had, which I don't know how important that really is. Um, but it, honestly, it could go either way. And the thought of Seth and Punk at Mania. For the title makes me not want Drew to win, but Drew could win, and then Seth could win the title back before before Mania. So like, like I don't know which way this could go, and it, it's pretty. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the World Heavyweight Championship is a little more interesting, you know. Um, and like we were talking about last week, like the Universal title could be interesting. If uh, they did something shocking, like have Randy win it, <laughs> you know, like something, something has to happen because, uh, um, how do I even say this without, uh, okay, I'm just going to say it right now. The most boring thing on WWE television is Roman Reigns. So boring. Like. Kill me. He's so boring. Like, the most interesting thing that happened on SmackDown with Roman Reigns was Nick Aldis. If the general manager is more interesting than your world champion, who, by the way, has been champion for three years now. Yeah. If your general manager is more interesting, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, or I don't know. Like, I, I want to talk to Triple H and be like, yo, what's going on here? Because, like, at this point, you've made things so fucking predictable that you're i don't know you're it's you're edging the audience bro that's what you're doing you're edging the audience you're bl- you're blue balling us <laughs> you know <laughs> just let it go yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> they're, they're to the point now with this title reign <laughs> that i could see them going past mania with him as champion yeah and i think we've talked about this before like he's he's getting close to hulk hogan's record that's the thing and with hulk hogan's um um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Reputation. Reputation, yeah. And, uh, you know, all the the history with, you know, him and WWE. Like, I could see them wanting to beat Hulk Hogan's record. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they kept this going for another year. Yeah. And I think if that's the case, you make that night one. Because imagine that being night two. Two years in a row, Cody losing to Roman. Bro, I swear to you, it's Philly. There will be riots. <laughs> We're going to be in the middle. We're going to be in the middle of a riot. Philadelphia lost their shit when the Chiefs beat the Eagles. You don't think they're going to lose their shit if Roman wins again? Philadelphia lost their shit when Roman won the Rumble back in yeah. 2015. Exactly. <laughs> So it's like, what do you think is going to happen in a stadium full of rowdy Philadelphians and and some people from like out of the country? It's like, it's going to get rowdy. We're going to be in the middle of the storm. We're going to be in the eye of, of the storm. If we want to make it out alive, you'll make that night one. Because oh, if you make it night two, guys, we're canceling flights. <laughs> we're not making it out. We ain't coming back. <laughs> you- <laughs> Tell tell our kids, tell our wives, tell our friends, tell our family, we're not coming back. <laughs> what happened? They were in the middle of a riot because Roman left <laughs> with the championship again. Yeah, it's like you make that night one, and then night two have the epic battle between Seth and Punk. You know? Yeah. I think that's the call. I think that's the move you make. You know, and I've said this, I think we've said this in the past in the past couple podcasts, but like the more interesting story right now. And it's telling that think you think about it. We, if you're a wrestling fan, you know almost for a fact that it's going to be Roman Cody, 
Seth and Punk. Seth and Punk is more exciting, and they haven't even touched. Roman and Cody, I'm sure it'll be exciting. But, eh. We know the history with Roman. Do we get our hopes up? I don't think so. We don't, <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned is we never get our hopes up with Roman. Yeah. With a Roman match, especially. So, and me and you, we're in the same, we're, we have always had the same opinion that like the best story, the best rivalry that's main of like that's a main event caliber rivalry should be the main event like the whole main event of the entire weekend and that'll be Seth and, and Punk absolutely and that's just a fact that's a fact of life it is hell yeah 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 oh. you know we're just getting closer and closer yeah one more month until the rumble um, and like you said Drew could win it at uh day 1 and that makes it that makes it interesting for a bit going to the rumble whether think about damien too briefcase like you want to yeah like if you want to if you want to make drew mcintyre snap have seth lose to drew at day one and then damien cash in on drew at day one making drew mcintyre just lose his fucking shit he's like i just won this thing he's like i threw out all my morals and then fucking Damian Priest comes in and cashes in on me. And I, like, you want him to lose his shit. That's what you do. And then you create a triple threat at Rumble for the world title. Seth, Drew, Damian Priest. Yeah. Not and a bad idea. You see what happened. And you, and you kind of use that time to see what the world title picture looks like for Drew and for Damian. Like, should they be the champion? Should they not be the champion? True for sure should be the champion. And I think they know that, which is why they're going to make it. If he does win at day one, that's why uh, Damian Priest cashes in because they know Drew deserves it. And they know that fans, like if, if Drew won it, they'd be like, hell yeah, let's go with this. Let's run with it. But they're too afraid because they know that the big money match is punk and Seth for the world title. They know it. And they don't want to make Drew look like a bitch. So they're like, we got to, we got to do something to kind of make him, you know, we've storyline wise, he has to get screwed so that he doesn't look weak if he loses, you know? So they're protecting Drew, but they're also kind of hurting him and always putting him in these unwinnable situations. Yeah, they kind of booked themselves into a corner here. They just <laughs> they just turned him heel. Yeah. They made him this character is really good. Yeah. Um so if they book him to lose again, uh, like, yeah. How many not, times is that? Too many. Too many. He lost at Survivor Series. He lost at Crown Jewel. Uh, if he loses again, dude, like. Whew. But then again, his if he keeps losing, you can use the that storyline of him losing to make him finally just break. Like have him be like a psychopath. Have him, I don't know, become this like. Uh, Trying to think, what would be the best? Kind of like a, I don't know. Like he just he's just destroying people left and right in the back, you know, like mm. a psychopath, you know. Just make him this insane monster that you know, like Kane from '03 after he unmasked. <laughs> yeah, he exactly. just he just took out everybody. Exactly. You you've unleashed a monster. Basically, it's like you've screwed him one too many times, and you've unleashed the beast. You know. I would. I like your idea of Damien cashing in. I would still I would still book him to cash in, but I would have him do it in the middle of the match and then maybe have him lose, have him take the pin. Drew stays protected. And then Ooh, yeah. Maybe they like, continue the Seth Drew stuff up until the Rumble. And they have a match at the Rumble. Would it be a triple threat, or would it still be one on one? Because if I guess I guess if if Damian comes in, makes it a triple threat, and takes the pinfall, then Drew would complain, get to Rumble. Yeah, keep it one on one. Yeah, because Drew yeah. wouldn't get pinned. It was his match to begin yeah. with. 
So there's an idea. I like that. That's a good. That's like a good solid A slash B plan. Like it's like you can interchange our plans together. Like they're interchangeable. Like there's no wrong with the plan that I gave, and there's nothing wrong with the plan you give. It's basically just which one does WWE use, right? You know, <laughs> which WWE. If you're listening, hire us. We're not giving this shit for free anymore. We know you're listening. <laughs> we know. We know you're listening. At this point, they I, I feel like they have somebody on on their staff, somebody in WWE is basically just works and listening at podcasts and listening to people's ideas and then just going, "Hey, this is what they said on this podcast, this is what they said on this podcast. You know, here's some ideas." Yeah, somebody somebody <laughs> runs into like the the board wherever to the higher up and they're like Guys, I just I just uh, got done listening to the Stooges. You're not gonna believe these ideas they came up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Triple H is in the middle of a board meeting, and the guy just like, no in the middle of a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> hey H, come here. <laughs> oh man, you want the four one one of the Stooge? <laughs> Shit. But yeah, it's gonna be. Interesting title picture. Yeah, from January. Yep, I think so. I think I think um, <sighs> we're sitting pretty, man. Like again, do I wish the the shows were uh, mostly raw? I wish it was two hours, but it'll never be two hours again. Like it's just you know with with sponsors and with uh, commercials and all that stuff. You know, like the, the advertisers, they're never gonna go back to. Two, you know, two hours. With the amount of talent they have now. Yeah, that too. So, I don't know. I think um, I think World Heavyweight Championship is, right now is more compelling. It's more interesting. No offense to, you know, LA Knight, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, you know, that are over there working their asses off. But, you know, it's, I don't know. You gotta you gotta do something to Roman to you know make us believe that somebody can win you know because at this point you know it's I don't know we're we're so conditioned to Roman winning that we're almost like yeah yeah eh, we don't care about the Roman match I don't care because like, I mean if he wins if he's still champion after Mania then we're he's already beaten everybody. Yeah, twice. Cody twice. You know, one I, person left is CM Punk, but Punk would have to lose at Mania, and then he somehow had to find his way over to SmackDown. Yeah. Well, I think they still do uh, what 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 are they call drafts. Yeah, mm-hmm. they still do drafts, so it's possible for him to end up on SmackDown, <clears throat> but uh. But yeah, unless or, or unless they draft Roman to Raw, set the SmackDown, you know. Yeah. So it's like, some, so maybe Punk doesn't have to find his way to SmackDown, <laughs> you know. Because right now, I think Raw needs. Uh, I feel like Raw needs more of the star power, and Punk is that star power. Yeah. You know. Now they got Seth, Punk, Drew. The Judgment Day. Um, uh, who else? Star power wise. Jay. Jay. Yeah. Yeet. Yeet, bro. Yeet. Sammy. Sammy. When he comes back. Yep. I mean, they've, they've got people. So it's like, they're not short on stars, but. Gunther. But yeah. Gunther. But CM Punk is, uh, he's up there. Ooh. You know. Here's an idea. Uh, if Roman is still champion after Mania, and he goes all the way to, I think it's September, is when he beats Hulk Hogan's title record. The SummerSlam. Wait, hold on. So the Bash at Berlin is at the end of August, right? I thought. Uh, I thought that was uh, SummerSlam is mm, like early to middle August. Bash in Berlin, I think, is in September. Let me look it up. Because that's in Germany. Yeah. Which is Gunther's home country. Mm hmm. So, what if 
Uh, Roman is still champion. Makes okay. August thirty first, twenty twenty four is Bash at Berlin. Is that replacing SummerSlam though? August twenty what? August thirty first. Oh, thirty first. I don't think it is. Okay, well, I think that's the same weekend as uh, All In, I think, or All Out. Roughly around the same week. Well, either way. So they'd be competing over in Europe. Say Roman makes it all the way till then. And a draft happens in between. Gunther gets drafted to SmackDown. Does Gunther turn face? I would say so. I mean, it would be his home country, so they'd be cheering for him. What if What if it's Gunther versus Roman for the title? Yeah. Or title for title. What What if Gunther's still Intercontinental Champion at the time? That's true. Title for title. I don't know. That's the only other big match. Besides CM Punk, that's the only other big match I can think of with Roman. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot of options on the table, but you would have to piss off the audience, you know? A, you you would have to, uh, you know, I don't want to say screw over Cody, but basically, yeah, screw over Cody, you know, with the whole finishing the story. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, it's quite the dilemma WWE finds themselves in right now. Whose story is getting finished? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we got Gunther, who's like, I ain't write no story. <laughs> I think the easiest thing to do is to uh, finish both stories at the same time. It would be easier, but... You know, WWE, they got to do things their own their own way. Yeah. You know, so I wouldn't be shocked. At this point, come Mania, when we're sitting in the stands, I'm not going to be shocked if Roman Reigns wins. You know? Like, whatever happens, I'm just going to turn my back, listen to the one, two, three, put my hand up, put my one, <laughs> put my one up. I'm going to turn my back, turn the, put my one up. Look at the look at the people behind us. Like, you knew this was coming. <laughs> black, black, black. <laughs> There's gonna be gunshots <laughs> in the streets of Philly. Oh man, bro, it's gonna be it's gonna be pure chaos. You I kind of want I kind of want it to happen just <laughs> just to be in the middle of the riot. You want to you, you want to be in the middle of a riot, bro? <laughs> Where's the riot squad when you need them? Someone go call Liv Morgan. I think she's the last one standing. Where's Ruby? You know. Oh fuck. Yeah. I don't. I just. Uh, oh man. Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be. Yeah. It'll be quite the experience. Yeah. That's for sure. I hope. I hope they call all of uh, all of the Philadelphia Police Department. <laughs> Make sure they're there. They're gonna need the SWAT team. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna need people there because it. it we're, well, we we might have to make our way out before the match ends, just to get to safety. <laughs> if we see something's coming and we know what the finish is gonna be, like we got to get out of there. Yeah, we're like, I'm I'm look, I'm gonna look over you. We're like, hey, bro, this is a perfect time to leave. I, it's like we can turn on the network gun on my phone. We can <laughs> we can watch it from our Uber because I don't want to die tonight. <laughs> I want to make it tonight too. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, or, if, it, if it is night two. Or then. if it is night two, I want to make it home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die, bro. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I can also fake an injury and sue WWE and be like, hey, you caused this. <laughs> you caused this riot. Give my money. Give me my money. Ah, my ankle. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's as simple as that. This wasn't the finish that we wanted. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> you want people to live? <laughs> Oh fuck. Yeah. Um I'm excited slash scared now. <laughs> now that we've now that we've processed that this is happening in Philly. Yeah. There ain't no brotherly love in Philly. Fuck that saying. Brotherly love my ass, bro. No. No. Fucking nothing but riots and hoodlums in Philadelphia. Yeah. Just waiting to waiting to pop us off. <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll, we'll live stream if, if, if there's a if there's a riot we're gonna live stream Theo if you're watching this 
<laughs> Your daddy didn't make it. <laughs> Go on without me, Oscar. Save yourself. I Please be nicer to Sophia. Oh, man. Shit, dude. It's. I'm afraid. I'm scared now. Yeah. Maybe we should buy some bulletproof vests or. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if they'll be shelling. Shall- I wonder if they'll be selling any shield gear. <laughs> Yeah, for all time's sake. Yeah, yeah. You want to make it out of this live event alive? Get your get your shield merch. Oh man, one hundred percent bulletproof. I I'll probably buy some merch. Oh, I'm getting merch. Yeah, have to. Mm-hmm. Especially if we go to that store or whatever. Yeah, if they have a. Are they, do they sell stuff there? I don't remember. I watched the video, but like, do they sell stuff, or is it just for you to like look at, like memorabilia? Yeah, they sell stuff. Yeah, the WWE Superstore. Yeah, they sell stuff. Yeah. Of course. You know? I just don't think they'll have access like they used to. Oh, oh well. Which sucks. Yeah. Because that's, 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 that adds to the experience, you know? Yeah. But, you know, fucking COVID. <laughs> Changed everything. COVID just had to fuck it up for everybody. Now no one can meet anybody, you know, yeah. unless it's at a cricket store. Who knows? Maybe they'll. Them, there might be some like local autograph signings or something like during that weekend. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, yeah. If we go to WrestleCon, we'll get to meet some of the past legends and stuff like that. Eh, maybe there's a couple of people that I'd, I'd like to meet. Who knows? I'm sure. I'm sure. Like a lot of people that I know will probably be working that week in Philadelphia. WrestleMania week. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. I'll probably hit them up and be like, yo, what are we doing tonight? <laughs> yo, we're here. Yeah, yeah, we're here. <laughs> What's the haps? <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, man, I'm excited. I think uh, this is going to be one for the books. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, oh, man. What else What else is, left, <laughs> is there left to talk about? There wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot. On on Raw and SmackDown, um, they uh, yeah there was a there was a brawl with Randy, LA Knight, and AJ Styles. Uh, Nick Aldis made it a triple threat mm-hmm. for New Year's Revolution. Winner faces Roman at Rumble. You don't think that there's a possibility it could turn into a fatal four way, do you? Mm, I don't know, because you have AJ and you have LA Knight. Which would be fun entrance into the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it needs to be one-on-one. I think I, it I, should I, be one-on-one, but I could see it becoming a fatal four-way, possibly. Possibly. I don't <clears throat> recall many multiple-man matches with Roman and his title matches. He had the triple threat with Mania. Brian and yeah. uh, Edge. Other than that, they've all mo- mainly been one-on-one, I believe. Yeah. So I, I would imagine it, it would be a one-on-one match. Yeah. I would imagine. I believe it's got to be with Randy. Yeah. that's Randy called the shot. He said Rumble. Give, give, me, give me Roman at the Rumble. So yeah. I'm sure we're going to get it. Um, but yeah. Who knows? Know. Maybe AJ and LA Knight could be just like a one-on-one match or something. Yeah. The Rumble. If they're not entrants in, in the Rumble match itself. That's what I'm assuming. You know, so yeah, I'm, we'll see where it goes. And other than that, there's really I don't I don't know really what else happened. Uh, uh, Karrion Cross with uh with a vignette, uh, basically teasing him teaming up with the Authors of Pain. I don't see that. Yeah, that could be interesting. At least they'd be doing something with him. Yeah. Which is hilarious because if you watch, I think if you watch this recent vignette, they basically took everything that fans have been saying online. So like when when Carrion I think showed up and uh, turned the hourglass in front of Roman and the Bloodline, they thought that oh he's gonna go into program with Roman, and then they, I feel like I think they just were like yeah we're not doing that anymore. And since then the Bloodline has as. Uh, the bloodline has basically dissolved. He had a little feud with Drew. Drew McIntyre has gone crazy. He had a little feud with Nakamura. Nakamura has gone insane. I forgot who else he had a feud with. He, but they showed something else. And like they're basically saying, they're basically making it into a storyline that, oh, 
this was the plan the entire time. <laughs> you know, me losing for a, for like a year has been the plan the entire time. I booked it myself. <laughs> I went to trips and I was like, me losing, book it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but they're basically but like the the they basically took all of this stuff that like fans did which is i guess some fan like a couple months ago put all that stuff together and was like uh you, jokingly they were like if you think about it carrying cross is the reason why the bloodline is dissolved, and and like they, you know, they showed like oh, like what's going on with Drew and all that stuff. Like oh, it, you can trace this all back to carrying. Oh my, give me a <laughs> jokingly. Whatever. They did it jokingly, yeah. and WWE's like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Which just goes to show you, <laughs> if you got a really good tweet, <laughs> if you got a really good story in a tweet, they'll run with it. I hope that guy gets credit for this story because he deserves it. Uh, yeah, whatever. I <laughs> oh, man. It's... I had high hopes for him. There's still time. There's still a chance that they could do something. Even right now, who knows? We'll but... see what happens. But, like, I mean, he's never been the same since that Adam Cole promo. Like, it's... I don't, I don't, and I don't know the guy. I don't have. I have nothing against Carrying Cross. I've I've heard he's very lovely, but ever since that Adam Cole promo, <laughs> dude's just not been the same. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Let's run it back. What did Adam Cole say? He's like, uh, I think he said something like, "You got the cool, you got the cool entrance, the hot girl, the the smoke, the fire." It's like you know what, uh, you know what WWE does to make Adam Cole special. Ring the bell. That's mm. it. Boom. Like I, yeah, Adam Cole unintentionally buried carrying cross. Now he's in another company. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh man, he's in another dimension. <laughs> we don't even talk about that dimension. <laughs> oh man. Oh fuck. It's it's insane, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope whatever they have planned for carrying cross, it works out, and they actually go through with it. You know? Because at this point, this guy, this poor guy. <laughs> He gets called up to the main roster, and and, and Vince put, makes him put on this like dominatrix type shit. I like I have no idea what it was. Yeah, he was wearing some kind of like ma- face mask or something at one point, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> like what the hell? I was was like, that? What's going on? And then they fire him, and then they rehire him, only to falsely start some kind of thing with the bloodline, only to then not be seen for like months after that. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing with this guy? Quit. <laughs> just give up on him. Like, if you're not going to do anything yeah. with him, like just... either give up on him or really push him to the moon. Really try to push whatever storyline. Because at this point, this poor man just—he's <laughs> trying to catch a break. Give him a break. Send him. He go back to NXT. Do what Baron Corbin's doing right now. Yeah, I think Baron Corbin going back to NXT is working pretty well for him. Yeah, something. You know. Yeah. Do something because this point he he's unintentionally become the butt of a joke and that's not cool <laughs> he's just an, uh, i know this sounds harsh but like an unwanted part of the show yeah i like think it's just like yeah like you can you can uh, you can definitely tell the audience is just like <sighs> this guy again this guy yeah you know you don't want that when someone comes out like, at the very least, Dominic gets booed, you know? He gets booed to hell. Yeah. You know? Carrion, it's it's another story, you know? Maybe he'll win the uh, Andre the Giant memorial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. As he said in his promo, maybe, maybe he gets to rewrite this story because... It <laughs> Everybody's talking about finishing their story. <laughs> their, his first couple drafts have not been working. I'm about to start mine. <laughs> it's going to be a long book. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> I, was, I thought chapter one started a while ago. That was that was the first draft. That was, that was a prelude. <laughs> that was a, that was a prelog. <laughs> Just the introduction. <laughs> that was that was the table of contents. You you weren't ready. Wait till you get to chapter twenty. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but you gotta get through chapter one, two, three, four before we get to chapter twenty. I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm praying. You know. 
I'm praying it works. Yeah. You know, because you can have a cool presentation, but if there's no substance, we've learned in the past. You don't end, it doesn't work out. <laughs> it doesn't work out for you. So, so hopefully carrying cross, they, they finally carry through <laughs> a program with this guy because again, I don't know him. I have nothing against him. I, I, I've heard he's a very nice guy. Very nice. Well, you know what? Nice guys finish last. Oh, uh, I mean, well, if you're married to Scarlett, I don't think you're finishing yeah. last. <laughs> but at the very least, you're you're finishing pretty close to last. <laughs> so it's like, give this guy a break. Well, you don't have to give him a break. The dude's married again. The dude's married to Scarlett, so he's already one in life. But you know, if he's a, if if you're gonna rehire him after firing him, do something with him. Same goes with Carlito. You signed him. My God, he hasn't been on anything. And then you write him off. Oh, that's why. I forgot he got written off. Got written off, bro. It's, what's going on here? He'll be in the rums. I hope, hopefully he'll be in the rums, you know? Otherwise, he's getting crumbs. <laughs> and that's dumbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, bro. That's... Uh, Here's how you do it. Santos yeah. is in the finals for the. Uh, Sometimes it makes you hums. <laughs> <laughs> makes you humble. <laughs> I think I broke too. <laughs> Deep breaths. Deep breaths? <laughs> you literally just said deep breaths. I said deep breaths. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, she booked Santos in the, <laughs> in the in the US title final. Yeah. And then that's when Carlito comes back, <clears throat> screws him. Yeah. Something like that. But mm-hmm. uh yeah. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> Oscar's got something in his mouth. He, he just swallowed. We're all, we're good now. <laughs> I took a sip, bro. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Making people think that I'm sucking dick or some shit. <laughs> hey, oh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It's 2023, almost 2024. You know, if you want to suck a dick, do that on your own time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but this is a show. We're conducting business. <laughs> And if you do, let us know about it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> don't just let us know. Kidding. I'm just kidding. You don't want to know. Your business yeah. is your business. As a great man once said, what happens in bed stays in bed. Who was that great man? <laughs> Me. <laughs> unless, he, unless he get them pregnant, and then obviously you got to buy another bed. <laughs> <laughs> We're off the rails. <laughs> this train has gone off the track. Uh, this, is what, this is what happens when we know that we got a week off. Holidays coming up. It's almost Christmas time. Yeah, we're we're all fucked up. Yeah, we're all we're all eggnogged up. You know. <sighs> oh God, I've been holding that coffin for a minute. <laughs> oh shit, bro. Damn. Yeah, we really went off the rails. I think we're about. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're we're almost there. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right, guys. <laughs> it's been one of those shows. Um, okay, let's end it with uh, let's let's do this before we uh, officially go off and and finish off twenty twenty three. Let's give. Let's do some superlatives. Match of the year, feud of the year, and oh my gosh, moment of the year. I think we already know what the oh my god moment of the year is going to be. But match of the year and feud of the year. Go. Ooh. Uh, okay, obviously, oh my god moment. 
CM Punk coming back. Obvious for both of us. Um, <clears throat> said match of the year and feud of the year. Yeah. Oh, man, there's. Oh, <clears throat> need more time to think about this. Uh, yeah. Man, there were so many good matches. Um, <clears throat> feud of the year. Oh man! Yeah, I'll go do you for, have yours? You go. You go. I go first. Feud of the year: CM Punk versus AEW. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, uh, historians will be talking about this feud for the for the foreseeable future. When they, when they look back in history, they'll be like, one man went up against an entire company twice <laughs> and won both times. Oh God! Okay. Um, in all seriousness, uh, feud of the year, I would say Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns slash the Bloodline. Yeah, that was yeah. to me. That was the feud of the year. Sorry, Code. Sorry, Roller Coaster, but <laughs> Code. <laughs> but uh, but Sami Zayn. It was it was it, it was his it was his year. I think as far as the feud. So I'll let you go. Yeah, I didn't. I uh, <clears throat> I think I think that's a good one. Um, uh, that was such a good story too. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to go with that one as well. Match of the year for me. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I think I'm gonna say I have two off the top of my head right now, but I think I'm gonna say the Usos. Versus Sammy and Kevin at Mania. I was about to say that too. <laughs> like that was that was just like the perfect match. That was just like, again, no offense to Roman and the roller coaster, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens, the Usos, they just they put on a classic. There's a reason why it was the main event of yeah. that one. You know. I also so. thought those four together on a program was a better story. <laughs> yeah, than Roman and Cody. Yeah. Yeah, they really did a lot. So, ah oh man, if I had to say a second, like a like an honorary mention, uh, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus, mm. Steel Cage. Yeah, like of all the matches, that's the more memorable women's match. Again, no offense to Rhea and Charlotte at Mania. Was there another match at Mania that was a women's match? I think, think it was Bianca and Asuka. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, clearly it's forgettable if I, if I didn't remember. Yeah. Bro, I, I remember damage control versus Becky and Lita and, and Trish before I remembered Bianca. And <laughs> oh, shit, that was a match too, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, so I would say, yeah. So Trish and Becky in the steel cage. Just because it was just so, it was so shocking how good that match was and how, how much lower or... I don't want to say lower, but like the other matches afterwards just were not as interesting or not as compelling. Yeah. You know, I'll say that. I will never, I, I, will, I don't know. Can you say a match is boring? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like all the other matches were boring. Like they just, I don't know. They weren't, they didn't do it for me. But that first match, Trish and, and, and Becky Lynch, they stole the show. Mm-hmm. So I remember that's, that's my honorary mention. You yeah, know, if you have one. Actually, that was the uh, other match I had in my mind. That was my second uh, match of the year after the tag match. So, mm. great minds do think alike. Hey, man, that's what we do. That's, that's why we're the Stooges. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, guys, <clears throat> what a year! What a year! In the short Fuck time man. that we've been recording this podcast, this show, for the past couple months. I think we started recording a little bit after CM Punk got fired from AEW. Yeah, I think it was September, maybe. End of September, October, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, dude, 2023 has been fucking wild. Yeah, it's been a wild one. Ooh, I heard you were a wild (laughs) one. Ooh. (laughs) 2024, bring it on. Bro, 2024, bro, is going to be a riot. <laughs> literally. Figuratively and literally. <laughs> there will be riots in the streets. There will be there will be blood. <laughs> I don't Hopefully know. not our blood. Hopefully not our blood. Hopefully we make it out okay. Um, you know, because Philadelphia, again, 
They don't take losses very, <laughs> very well. <laughs> oh man, they don't. They don't. They need a W. They, they need a dubs and uh, <sighs> night one mania. May, just make it Roman and Cody. Just just pull the bandaid off. If they if they know Roman is retaining night one. Yeah, that is, that's the call. Yeah, that is the call. Because then CM Punk and Seth Rollins can come in night two and save it. Because then, yeah, even if people are pissed off about it night one, they know, yeah, they're gonna get the next night. Exactly. Nobody has to get. Nobody has to get killed. Nobody. Nobody. Let's say. Let's save some people. Let's save lives. <laughs> oh, shit. that's gonna be, that's gonna be their new slogan for that week. WWE. We save lives. You know. Start saving them. <laughs> oh man. So guys, thank you guys so much for listening to us for this. Uh, these past couple months in 2023, I would say it's been a very successful 2023 for us. You know, um, we, you know, we had a very successful podcast before. And so starting from scratch again, starting over with a new podcast, you know, some people would be like, Hey, why bother? You already reached the mountaintop before. Why, why try to do this all over again? And a lot of it really is just us, me and Tim, Wanting to get together to talk wrestling. It's not, it really has nothing to do with, <clears throat> with guests or being like top whatever on iTunes or whatever. It's not about the clout or anything. It really is just me and my best friend talking wrestling. Just like as I'm sure you listeners out there have your best friend and you talk about wrestling. That's just it. We're your best friends talking wrestling. That's the best way I can describe this show. You know, Some of my favorite days of the week. Exactly. Together with you. My ride or die. <laughs> exactly, bro. So it's been a hell of a year. We wish everyone uh happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, you know, and happy uh, new year. Happy new year. We will see you in the new year. We will see you for uh for uh, uh wrestling with Stooges the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if Raw is going to have and SmackDown are going to have their little names, you know, we'll have ours. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a lot more to talk about after the first week of yeah. Raw and SmackDown of the new year. Yeah, so. Especially if, if big things happen that week. So we'll see. Um, but, but yeah, guys, thank you again for listening to us this year. Uh, if you're listening to this, make sure that if you're in the St. Louis area, Go check out Glory Pro Wrestling's final show on December 30th. So this coming Saturday, December 30th at uh, Del Mar Hall. Tickets are still on sale. There's still some tickets available. Um, yeah, it's their final show of the year. Uh, information on the show can be found on their Facebook page, Glory Pro Wrestling, or you can go to gloryprowrestling.com for info and tickets. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, hope to see you guys there. Myself and Tim will be there for uh, our final hoorah of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, what better way than to, you know, do it with uh, professional wrestling? Hell yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's the only way to do it. So, for the final time in 2023, <sighs> I'll let Tim do it because he hasn't done it at all. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> what do we always say on this podcast? Stooges out. <laughs>